another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions. And, you know, we've all heard the words alignment, balance and work in life, getting uncomfortable, being uncomfortable. But our guest today, Samari, has over 10 years of experience living into these pieces whether it is in business development, real estate investing, wholesaling, or her career and background in psychotherapy and school counseling and life coaching, or even just the founder of a nonprofit, Beauty Is You. She is a true entrepreneur who loves to create multiple streams of income while also being a dedicated wife and mother of, get this, four. And two of, two of them are twins. Like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> she is definitely rooted in her faith and it continues to be the driver behind her mission and vision in life. So please help me welcome, as her friends like to call her, Sam, to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. What's up, Sam? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited for you too, because, um, you know, we all hear the work-life balance and you know I've got this going on and I'm trying to build a multiple six seven eight figure business and I've got the kids at home but like you are really living it (laughs) I really am (laughs) I, I would love I think my first question for you and for our audience for you know like the women out there especially that are looking to create multiple streams of income and diversify what it is they've got going on like, how do you start? Is it is it a, the alignment piece? Is that where you start? Is it looking at your purpose? Is like, where do we start with this? So I am big on alignment. Yes. Um, my past career was psychotherapy. Like, you know, I was always talking about, you know, like you got to do what makes you happy, what fulfills you, not, you know, like what everybody else wants to do. So I'm big on, you know, if something is not making you happy at this point in time, you know, like if your job is great and you love it, wonderful, right? There's no need for you to have to like, you know, find something else that pays more, just maybe there's something within that. But if you're miserable, like every day doing whatever, if it's your current business, maybe you don't love it anymore, or you just fell into it because of something else. And that's not something that you love. Um, Your career is not something that you love and you'd like to do and enjoy and go to work every day or, you know, practice, whatever it is. So um, finding what makes you happy and like doing that and not every, I don't care what kind of job or business you have, not every aspect of it is going to make you happy and bring you joy because there's parts of what I do all the time that I'm just like, I don't like it. You know, I don't want to do this right now. However, I don't want to do anything else, right? Like this is where I find enjoyment and like the plus outweighs the, you know, like the negative, right? So it's just like, okay, do that, you know, like, and do some soul searching. I know that it's hard when you're like, trying to juggle life and you're like you know I gotta get paid right like I gotta pay the bills I gotta like you know do what I have to do to make it happen but there's time to you can still you know do what you have to do I'm not saying like quit your job tomorrow or do like or just start your business from scratch if you're not feeling ready for it um inside you know and uh, just 
do some soul searching, write it out, you know, like, and it's never going to be perfect. Now it's just never going to be a perfect time to make the switch to start the new business, the new job. However, it is, you know, like something that you have to take a leap and be believe in yourself and in your greater good. Right. And like what you're doing in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was connecting with uh, another entrepreneur the other day and they were saying, it's like, yeah, like you said, it's not always great and amazing and you don't want to do all the things in your business to make it do what it's supposed to do. And it's when it's boring is when you know you've got the systems in place and you've got like the predictability and you know, okay, when I do this, when I pull this lever, this is what ends up happening. And then us as entrepreneurs go, well, this is boring. Like there's nothing, nothing is breaking. There's no fires that I'm putting out. It's like, well, then that's not necessarily the time you want to be like quitting and doing something completely different. Yeah. You still need to keep that like golden goose going. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hearing you say is what else brings you joy? And then that's where maybe like the diversification kind of comes into play. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So it's just, you know, coming again from the whole therapy background, I always was one to like, let's see what, you know, what brings me joy, what makes me happy. And I've always been a person that likes helping others, right? So I'm always looking for ways, like how can I incorporate that in what I'm doing every day, right? Like, yes, you know, service, but what kind of service? There's so many different type of, you know, service jobs or um, businesses that you can have out there, but what is it that you want to align it with right I can open a restaurant but that's not where my heart and passion is right like that is a service industry and like you know there's you meet people and you help them etc but you have to find what also brings you joy right like what you want to do like what interests you have right I'm big on like writing down everything that you like to do um a lot of our hobbies do end up becoming our businesses right like so if you like to do um knitting or if you like to party plan or if you like to you know decorate you know whatever it is is often you know can be your business right um and it could be like that part that you're growing as your you know side hustle or how you want to see it until it becomes your main business afterwards but it's all part of that beautiful beautiful now talk to me about uh like the real estate side and the diversification of like bringing in different revenue streams. How does one like kind of get started in something along those lines when they still have this happening over here and the family and stuff happening over here? How do we then start looking at something like real estate? So real estate is, can be scary, right? Because there's so many kind of variables and unknowns, but I always, you know, um, I got started really because my husband was, you know, is a landlord, you know, what we call a landlord, right? He has apartments, et cetera. I didn't love that part of real estate at all. So I was very turned off by that. Um, And then as time went on, we had the twins, right? And the twins kind of threw us for a loop and I had to stay home and do all these things, et cetera. So when that happened, right, I took that situation. At first I was like kind of bummed, like I can't go back to work right now, you know, like in my therapy field. But now I fell into, you know, like helping my husband grow his real estate business, right? Like, again, I'm more of like, okay, how can I help you? How can I support you? Um, And that kind of, you know, spearheaded the real estate 
business that um, I didn't know that was out there, right? I started exploring and researching and we're so, I mean, it's such a great time to like be able to start navigating that because there's so much information out there. It's almost a double-edged sword too, right? Because it gets overwhelming. You're like, well, you're hearing this and that and like, how do I know which way is the best way to like get started and how, you know, like how can I protect myself? And what I always say to anyone who is looking to get started, it's like, you know, do some research, but don't overdo it, right? Because then we have analysis paralysis where we don't want to move forward because we don't know, like there's so many different variables. And at the end of the day, real estate is just like any business, right? You got to look at it as an investment, but also a business, right? Any business that you start, that you start growing, that you get into, there's never going to be a hundred percent guarantee return on it, right? So your investment is never going to be like, you know what? Absolutely. You're going to do this and you're going to make your money back in like a year and you're going to like make more and grow. You have to do the work. And you have to do like the research too. So you can go into it with an open mind and like look at it as a business, right? So it's like, okay, what aspects of real estate do I like? Do I want to like fix or flip, right? Like buy a fixer up or flip it and like, you know, make some money off of it. Do I want to be a landlord, right? Like, do I want to deal with tenants and having to, you know, like do the leases and collect rent every month? Or do I want a more passive way? Just like, let me put my money in this like project that these group of people are working on and collect dividends off of that, right? Like, you know, get a payout in the next three to five years, depending on what kind of like project they're working on so it's so many like those are just like a handful of examples but there's so many different ways and I always say like look for something that you know aligns with you right and how much involvement you want to do because there are different aspects of it like you could be a realtor right a realtor requires if you want to be a full-time realtor like it requires a lot of time and energy too so you have to like see what aligns with you it's not just all shiny like I love the real estate shows on tv but it's not <laughs> it's never like that like just to be clear um so you kind of just see like okay what do you do what do you like what do you like to explore like you know short-term rental market is huge right now like the airbnbs right so if you like that hospitality side of things if you like decorating and putting things into place and you know like managing that so just figure out first what you enjoy, you know, don't get into something that you're like, oh, I heard like somebody made 100k on a fix and flip, let me do that. If you never really like to like oversee a project like that, right, and make sure that like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that, that if you need permits, like what happens if things go wrong, etc. So align yourself with what you like first, there's always something in real estate that you can like match up with is just finding that out and then like just listen to different people YouTube is a great resource right like there's so many like videos and so many so much information Facebook world right like if you're on Facebook TikTok now to Instagram all of those and podcasts I'm a big fan of podcasts that's where I really first started getting a lot of my information um, especially when my babies were babies and like I didn't have time to read <laughs> Um, but I got time to listen, right? So I would sit there and like just absorb everything and then like do my research afterwards. So just tap into the free resources that are available first. And then you can start like figuring out like, oh, maybe I need to hire someone to help me. Maybe I want to partner up with someone to like do this with and then go along the line and do that. So where did you start? Which which I, type of, of, of real estate did you start playing? In? I started with something called wholesaling and it's a term, you know, like it's not really well known all the time. And basically in wholesaling is the word wholesaling, right? When you're looking for things that are below market value, right? So 
in real estate, we're looking for properties that are below market value as a wholesale deal. And we basically like target a lot of off market properties. So we do a lot of like the sales, the nitty gritty, like call calling, texting, you know, like doing different lead generating to get to potential sellers that may be motivated to sell their homes or an extra house, you know, that they inherited, you know, something that, you know, that they may be going through pre-foreclosure, you know, um, just to help them out. At the end of the day, you know, I'd like to lead with service. You know, I don't like to think of like, let me go and help because someone's in a bad situation. Because sometimes, you know, like if they're in a bad situation and they still want help to save their home, I'm happy to like connect them with the right place. I don't want them to sell it if it's not something that they actually truly want to do, right? If they're like, I want to keep it, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to think of it like leading with service, you know, like and leading with what is going to help the other person too. Yes, we all want to make money. That's, you know, we're in business of that. But really like you just want to do good in the world too. So with wholesaling, it can get really tricky sometimes because a lot of times you hear a lot of people like, oh, just, you know, call, like if you know somebody's going through a divorce, et cetera. And these are subjects that are like, you know, they're touchy subjects. You can't just come be like, hey, like, I know that you're going through a foreclosure or you're getting divorced. So would you be interested? <laughs> That's right. not how we leave. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> really not- going to be like, oh yeah, let me tell you about yes. this. <laughs> no, you have to like, just, you know, tread lightly and like always, you know, think of like the person who you're speaking to on the other end, you know, also like be mindful of like whatever situation they may be going through. Um, and it might be like a tired landlord that has been a landlord for 30 years and they're just like done, right? Like they own like you know six properties and they're like you know I'm done with tenants with repairing you know doing this so you can encounter all these different situations so that's where I first got started and I really felt like it was great it's not the easiest at all because you have to do a lot of like this guerrilla marketing right you have to like call you have to like text you got to stay persistent right it's sales at the end of the day right we're doing a sales kind of job so like you have to stay like on top of your leads and like anything that's coming in and follow up follow up follow up right so a lot of people get turned off by that because they're like well I've been doing this for like a year or two and I haven't like come to a deal yet. And it's like, well, how many times have you followed up? And how often are you actually like doing your calls or you're texting? Because if you're calling and texting once a month, that's the return you're going to get, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think that just goes across all businesses, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know, we, we are in somewhat of a microwave society. It's like 30 seconds and I want my thing to be piping hot and it's not how that works. Nope. So if we were to switch gears slightly to taking a look at now you you've grown pretty quickly and you've scaled pretty quickly, like within a couple of years of okay. doing this. And I have a feeling a lot of it is the consistency piece that you've been talking about. Yes. But would you kind of like pull back the curtain a little bit for us and maybe share with us like as you've been growing and scaling, maybe some a story that uh didn't quite go the way that you thought it was going to go or a challenge or something that came up and, and how you, you worked through it and what you learned from it and the processing that kind of took. Absolutely. So yes, it hasn't always been like peachy and red roses everywhere, but consistency and persistent, right? Like staying in top of that. And like, that has really, that reminds me of those, like when I'm in those deals or those situations that things are going south and I have to think fast, right? So for instance, like we had um, a couple of years ago, we had a deal that we were working on and it was in Florida and it was a um, inherited property, but in Florida, it gets really messy. Like they start like, 
calling there if there was no will or anything like that like they started going through like all the family and like <laughs> everyone and it was just a really long process it was about a year and a half that we were under contract trying to like get this deal to like close and like the courts were involved and like they were calling like great aunts and like uncles and cousins and making sure that everyone like whoever was supposed to like take part of this you know property will get it done so eventually a year and a half you know again we stay consistent you know it wasn't there was a movement every day there wasn't even movement sometimes every month but we had to like continue to check in you know with the sellers to like you know tell them we're still there you know like working with the title companies working with the attorneys that were involved like you know and the again the judges etc like whatever they requested whatever information they needed you know notarized we were on top of it to get it done um it probably would have been easier to quit <laughs> like right if i just i'm like a year and a half worth it how, how much is this actually i know <laughs> that's exactly like my thoughts i was like this is just out of control right now but at the end of the day you know we pulled through and that was one deal where we ended up making like thirty-five thousand dollars on it so it's just like a year and a half i wasn't working it every single day you know like yes the it, the length of time was lengthy, but I didn't work every day on that deal. I didn't even work even every month on the deal. It was just more of like staying in touch, following up, you know, if they needed something signed, notarized, who needs it, like what needs it. So just staying consistent and following up and like getting those paperwork in like when, when it was due, um, that got us to the closing and to make it happen. Beautiful. That's awesome. Okay. Um, so I think you could probably talk about this subject forever. Um, but for those in our audience that are like, okay, Sam, like I hear you, I see you, I have some questions. What is the best way for them to get in touch with you? And do you happen to have a, a gift for our audience today? Yes, absolutely. So um, the free gift is a real estate roadmap and a one-on-one um, coaching session with me. It's really just like, coming in and like just talking about what are you interested in doing and if it's not real estate um I have other businesses so I'm happy to talk to you about business as well you know I know real estate is not for everyone all the time um but yes I'll be happy to connect with you and just you know provide that time and give you some kind of feedback and structure of where to like you know go potentially um and then any questions you know if you want to reach me um all over different social medias like Instagram Facebook you know all of them it's my name which is Samar S-A-M-A-R-Y, um, Polnet, P-O-L-N-E-T-T. That's also my website. So if you want to reach out in any of the platforms, I'm happy to connect and reply. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And the links will be in the show notes. My last question for you today. Uh, what is a takeaway or a memorable note that you'd like to leave our audience with? I think a takeaway all the time is like, start before you're ready because mm -hmm. we are a lot of us are planners or like over, you know, we like overanalyze everything, right? Like we are scared to kind of pull the trigger and just do it. Um, what's the worst that can happen? You know, as long as you're not investing a million dollars into something, right? <laughs> you know, like just start before you're ready, you know, like, you know, it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be challenging. You're gonna be scared. You're gonna feel alone. You're gonna wanna quit, but just keep going. Um, find those resources. and know your why, right? Your why is always going to be the thing that's going to anchor you down. And it's going to be like, this is why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I want to 
create other financial, you know, revenues. I want to be able to supply for my family. I want to be able to travel the world or I want to be able to pay all my debt and be different. You know, whatever your why is, is what's going to drive you in these days that you're going to feel like quitting and just letting everything go. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all these lessons, these resources that you've learned here today, start implementing them, start listening to those podcasts, start getting on the YouTubes, reach out to Sam uh, so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.